hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me for me to possibly narrate here on the channel, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. So if you have a personal true scary story that you'd like to share, please consider sending it my way. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. Now, this isn't as scary as all the other horror stories said on here, but it was pretty scary to me. I'm a girl in 18, and I was driving home from my now ex's house at maybe about 10pm. And as I was driving, there was this car that I had finally noticed that was behind me for quite a while. There was two lanes, and then it came up driving directly next to me. Like, I would start to speed up, and they'd do the same. I'd start to slow down, and again, they'd do the same. I looked over for a second to see who it was, and it was this creepy-looking middle-aged man. I don't remember specific details of how he looked, but he was almost completely turned, looking right at me. When he saw that I saw him, he had this huge grin on his face and he started waving at me really big, like using his whole arm to wave at me. I just gave a little smile back and tried speeding up, but he kept keeping up with me. Once the lanes were about to merge, he zoomed in front of me, now driving in front of me in the one lane. So I was thinking that maybe he was going to leave me alone now, but no. It was actually so weird because then he turned right. Ironically, I had to turn right too, and I was using Google Maps, so I just wanted to continue the right way. So we went the same way, and once the lanes went back into two, he did the exact same thing. Drove directly next to me, speeding up and slowing down when I could. He kept trying to get my attention to like pull over or something, because he just kept waving at me and smiling. It was so creepy. I was trying so hard to ignore him by just looking forward. After that, the lanes merged again, and again he zoomed in front of me, turning right, where I needed to turn right again. I was genuinely so confused. It was like he knew where I was going because he'd do it before I did. Is it even possible for someone to hack your Google Maps? But I was like, fuck that. I knew where I was now, so instead I went straight instead of turning right. And as I did that, he then slowed down and stopped, even though it was a green light, and he just sat there for a second. He then rolled down his window, flicked me off, then drove away. Like, what the fuck? Nothing happened after that, and I did make it home safely after taking a long ass way home. But this shit genuinely had me freaking out. My heart was racing so fast. I have no idea what he was trying to do or what his intentions were with me, but I'm just glad nothing else more extreme happened and that I'm safe. Everyone, stay safe out there. There's some weird-ass people in this world. When I was 17, it was the best summer of my teenage youth at that point. 
because my cousin had been staying with me and had gotten her driver's license. And at that point, I had not, and I was pretty much stuck on my own. It was my first taste of small freedoms. Simple things like going to shops together, being more spontaneous, or meeting guys. One week, we were visiting my Nana's house in South Carolina, and it was in the middle of July when everyone was out in general. But we were two bored teenage girls that wanted to go see a movie since my Nana had gone to sleep and we were free to do whatever. We went to the local late night showings of some stupid comedy and generally barely even remembered it. This was also 2009 before very decent GPS was a thing and we were in a city that my cousin wasn't familiar with driving in and I'm a crab navigator. After what felt like hours of getting lost and the night getting later and later, we were getting pretty scared because in this small town in South Carolina, there are boondocks, farmlands, and sketchy back roads that feel like a scene right out of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We ended up driving these back roads after some wrong turns in the dead of night as two teenage girls completely alone, barely sure if we were still in the same city at that point. Finally, after some luck had it, and before giving up and calling my Nana, we saw a main street come into view and knew the restaurants there. It was a miracle. I'd never been so glad to see a damn Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant lit up in my life. It meant that my Nana's house was close. We both breathed big sighs of relief, let our guards ease, and put both the windows down to enjoy the moment. Turning up a Lady Gaga song that we both loved, to celebrate being the stupid teens that we were. Suddenly, to my cousin's left, we hear a man who out of nowhere starts yelling, Hey! Hey you! And before we even understood what was even happening, if someone was hurt, we slowed down and we were then stopped at this red light, windows down and music loud, and out of this old white beat up pickup truck next to us, emerges a tall bald man getting out only steps away from my cousin's open window. We then immediately see then he was holding a large kitchen knife and yelling, Hey! Hey! And nothing else. We both start screaming, and my cousin's window still down, and our music blasting around our wells from pure adrenaline. My cousin floors it, not even sure that no other cars were coming, and at that point it didn't matter. She drove through the red light, and the bald man holding the knife was just standing there while we left. To this day, I still think about it. What was he on? What would have happened if my cousin had not gone through the red light fast enough? It gives me chills even a decade later because it felt like a lesson. The city in particular has had one recent man keeping women in cages on his farm. It isn't a perfect place, and I know from first-hand experience... That drive home, we were shaking, and we barely slept. But we never told anyone else about that night since we had snuck out. Lesson learned. A few years ago, my sister decided to have a surprise 30th birthday for her husband. Since he missed his senior prom, she decided to make that the theme of the party and even booked the same hall his prom was hosted in when he was a teenager. The problem is, my brother-in-law grew up in basically the middle of nowhere, a small rural Missouri town that you have to leave the highway 
and travel down about five miles of heavily wooded back roads to get to. On top of being so isolated, there's a rather large heroin problem out there, both using and dealing. It's a pretty potent cocktail, but my sister was determined to have the party there. The party was at six, and my original plan was to drive out with my sister and her friends to help set up. My sister was heavily pregnant at the time, and she really needed all the help she could get, and then I was to drive back home with her. However, I got called into work, and I had to stay until four, so I told my sister I would drive up by myself as soon as I was done. She had warned me that it was pretty easy to get turned around in those country roads, but I had Google Maps to help me, and I didn't worry about it. The drive up was fine. It was late September, my favorite time of year, and the scenery was surprisingly pretty. I found the place no problem, and I even helped with some last minute setup before my brother-in-law showed up. The party was a lot of fun, and it lasted till about 11 when the hall closed. I was one of the last few people to leave, having stayed behind to help my sister and her friend stack chairs. My brother-in-law had overindulged at the open bar, and he had to be driven home by his friend. We ended up not actually heading out until almost midnight, and by that point, I was exhausted. My sister once again warned me about being careful on the back roads, but I had gotten up there okay so I wasn't too concerned about the drive home. I hugged her goodbye, hopped into my car, and started working my way back to the highway. Unfortunately, in my sleepy state, I misjudged which road I was supposed to turn off of as I had reached the exit for the highway, and I ended up turning down an entirely different road that ran parallel to it instead. It was another heavily wooded and narrow back road, I started looking for somewhere I could pull in to turn around. After driving maybe 200 yards, I spotted a gravel embankment and decided to pull in there so I could turn around. I pulled in and made a sharp U-turn so I could head back up the road. And as I lifted my head to check that no one was coming, I then saw it in my driver's side mirror. A figure in a dark blue t-shirt and jeans with long black hair and a pale face which then illuminated in my brake lights. My heart jumped into my throat as I gasped in fright, but after a second of pure panic, I realized that the pale face was actually a mask, one of those cheap plastic white ones you can get at a costume store. I immediately felt like an idiot. It was almost October, so obviously this was a Halloween decoration. This embankment probably led to someone's driveway, and the family who lived there had probably had tons of things just like it in their yard. I took a moment to unclench my hands from the steering wheel and let my heart rate get back to normal and ended up catching a glimpse of the thing in my mirror again. And I noticed that the embankment didn't lead to a driveway. No, there was nothing else behind me but tall grass and trees. I briefly wondered why anyone would put a Halloween decoration out in the middle of nowhere. But then, the decoration took a step forward. I slammed on the gas and shot forward, eventually getting back to the main road and onto the highway. I don't think I stopped shaking until I reached my town city limits a half an hour later. Looking back, 
I definitely wasn't in any danger. I was in a car, had all the doors locked, and I could have easily run down whoever that creep was if they tried anything. If they'd gotten even one step closer when panic mode set in, that's probably what I would have done. It was probably just a kid or a local druggie in a crappy mask, giving motorists a good scare and not really thinking about the consequences. But still, it was definitely one of the creepiest moments of my life, and I do still get nervous driving down secluded country roads at night these days. I moved out of state to a very small town. The first day of moving in, a neighbor walking his dog greets me and he introduced himself to me. He gives me a quick rundown that the neighborhood is filled with tweakers and other shady types. I took that as a general warning that that may be all I deal with. A few months later, he invited me over to his place to teach me on how to do some woodwork. As we're making a shelf for my cat to sit on, he's asking me questions. Now to me, they were just normal everyday questions, but looking back, I realize now he was trying to get information out of me. Why did you move out here from out of state? Who lives with you? Do you have any other family members in the state or area? Once we were done, We went to install the shelf, and he met my mom who stays with me. He talks to her for a bit, and then we left to walk back to his place. He starts telling me then he can see our yard from his place, and that he notices that I barely go outside with my dogs. He told me not to worry, that if someone breaks into our place, that he can see them, and he can shoot them from his room. That's what I'm thinking. Um, how is that possible? because you live over half a block away. Before I can question him, he then asked if I want to see more of the town. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. He walks up to his car and he then pulls something out from the middle compartment and he tells me to go in his pickup truck. So I do, while he's filling up the gas tank with gasoline. Once he's done, he walks over to the driver's side and he opens the door and he drops a holster between us. He tells me not to worry about it as I look, trying to see if it's a gun or not. As we're driving, I realize that he hasn't said a word for about five minutes, and this guy loves to hear his own voice. Another thing I noticed is that we're on a dirt road, and we haven't seen a single house, trailer, or vehicle for a while. I guess I gave off some nervous vibes, because he then suddenly goes, Yeah, unless you know where you're going out here, you'll get lost. And it's best to have a pickup or ATV to drive out here. After about another five minutes of silent driving, we get to a little creek. Luckily, there was another truck there. All he says is, Oh, look at that. Someone else is here with us. And he grabs the holster and gets out. We both see a lady with a big dog playing in the water. She turns to us and she then sees him walking closer to her. She gestures to his holster and he tells her not to worry, that it's for the snakes. She lifts her shirt above her waist to show her own gun and she then tells him she's not worried one bit. They talk for a few minutes and she tells him that her husband is home waiting for her to make dinner and that she's just letting out the dog to have some playtime. 
The neighbor then changes his tone and posture from confident to now defensive. She called her dog and they went to their truck. He's watching her and she hasn't even started her truck yet. A few minutes pass and he tells me I guess it's time we go too. When we get to the truck, she drives off. On the drive back, I start to get uneasy and creeped out. Why would he drive me all the way out there and just leave? Why tell me not to worry about the holster gun, but then tell the lady what it's for? I finally get out of my head and just break the silence and give my wife's story as to why I moved. Finally, he responds that he can relate to my story, and he then gives me the rundown on how the town is and what it's all about, and that some people are more racist than others, and that I should really watch my back for that. Once we get back to his place, I tell him I have some stuff to take care of at home, and I nope the hell out of there. I've been told myself that I'm never going to hang out with him again, but if I do, it won't be alone. I just had a very chilling experience with an Uber ride. Here's my story. I was waiting outside my pickup location at around 10 p.m. The pickup location was in a relatively quiet area, right outside my local gym. The app had showed that my Uber driver was there, but the car was nowhere in sight. There was a car that pulled up right as I was coming outside, but it was neither the make, model, or color of my Uber so I ignored it. The car just sat there for about eight minutes and then drove away. A few seconds later, our Uber pulled up. It was the same make and model, but a different color than what the app showed. I was with my boyfriend at the time, and I was cold and antsy to get home, so I ignored this and just went to get in the car. The driver had two full-size baby seats in the back of the vehicle, So my boyfriend sat in the front, and the driver had to put one seat in the trunk so that I could sit in the back. The car was messy, and it had food like fishy crackers everywhere, but that was besides the point. Once we were in the car, the driver then asked where we were going. This is where I started to really question things, because usually every Uber I've ever taken, they have my drop-off location in the app. He said something along the lines of, My app hasn't started up yet. So my boyfriend just started giving him directions. We were only about a 10 minute drive from home. We get into a street adjacent to ours, and my boyfriend states, Okay, so not this left, but the next one. And then as we get closer, Okay, take this left coming up. And the driver just keeps going right past our street. My boyfriend looks back at me with this expression on his face, just like, what the fuck is going on? And he then says to the driver, oh, but that was our turn back there. We only get a silence in return, with my boyfriend saying, um, hello? But still, only getting silence in return. Finally, my boyfriend just said, alright man, just pull over here, this is good. But the driver didn't say anything and just kept on driving for a few seconds before pulling over. But he does end up apologizing, then letting us out. I looked at the app to end the trip as we were a few streets over from our actual drop-off location. And the trip had not even been started. 
and it still said, go meet your driver at the pickup location. So I just canceled the trip, and I looked at the profile photo, and I do not think it was even the same guy. My boyfriend said that when he was telling the driver he missed our turn, he had this really creepy smile on his face, and that it totally freaked him out. Has anyone else out there experienced anything like this? I feel like he was actually contemplating kidnapping us.